It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Welcome, everybody, back to the Believe in NXT podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Lawrence, coming to you on a Wednesday morning, afternoon, evening, whatever. It's Wednesday. I'm not going to go into the whole bit that I normally use for the Saturday morning audio note, but it's Wednesday, so that means one thing. We're here to preview tonight's NXT. No more Super Tuesday. We are back to our regularly scheduled slot for the foreseeable future. So the Wednesday Night Wars have once again been started again. And like usual, my tag team partner, Mr. Cedric Welton, is here with me and said, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. It's a great day. It's a lovely day. Um, things are churning out the way I predicted. Yep. Not just in the wrestling world, but in the football world, Jacob. And I think you know where I'm going. The Washington mm-hmm. football team is undefeated. So you can't knock me off this hill. I'm on this hill for the rest of the week. Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to knock you off the hill. Not at all. I'm going to let you have it. It's week one. Yes, your team is sitting on top of the division with that generic-ass W for logo. Hey, sometimes generic things work better than uh, the brand made. I guess. But hey, I'm not going to knock you off the hill. That's all good. See? Don't worry. See, we, Cardinals we, we are going to do it to you. We not, we not blue magic. But we taste the same. We get, we, we, get, we, get, we get the job done just the same. No, no. I want a clean high. That ain't a clean high. <laughs> but no, man, I'm going to let you celebrate. You know, it's a good week for you. So you know what? There's some chompa claps for you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Much, much deserved. Yeah, but and, uh, go ahead. We got to talk about NXT, man. Um, we're not on Tuesday anymore. It feels like we've been on Tuesday for longer than just two weeks which I don't know if that's just an indictment on 2020, but we'll blame yes. it on 2020 anyway. But we have a pretty jam-packed card, and we have, what, two title matches? We have an introduction to your new world champion at Spin Balor, so we're probably going to see exactly where he's going to land as far as who, who's the next opponent going to be. We, I expect somebody to make a, make a verbal threat to Finn tomorrow, and I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards it being Johnny Gargano. And then, what else we got? We got the new team, how no? Kill <coughs> Dane, Drake Maverick, going against the UE. Apparently, hey, apparently, what's on, man? Apparently Kyle O'Reilly is just gone again for whatever reason. I was like, look, man, I ain't rocking with y'all with this right now so you know just stick a little seat back but yeah we have a very loaded nxt a very um what's the term a counter program heavy nxt because if you think about it all four brands i'm sorry all four champions of the brand are scheduled and i'm willing to bet that the fifth one your personal favorite shows up as well <laughs> Time to squeeze that in early on. Huh? <sighs> I mean, 
Just saying. So the trash ran yesterday. It's no, no, no. We, trash can's already in the backyard. Well, the trash not running today. No, 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 no trash today. Okay, no, no trash today. All right, we'll cover it on Saturday then. No, 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 no mention of this man because I don't see him in my preview. We'll, we'll cover it on Saturday then. So where do you want to start with this then? I want to start with Team Hell No Part Two. All right. <laughs> so we got Killian Danning and Drake Maverick teaming up, which was to to the hatred of Killian Dane against the hybrid version of the tag team champions, Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish, which means if it's Roddy and Bobby, Bobby eating that pin. Let me just, <laughs> let me just point that out there. Let me just point this out before we even make a prediction. Bobby is here to eat the pin, whether he shows up with the, Be- the Beijing or he full gray. He is here to eat the pin. Now, we saw... Roddy get one up on Killian Dane last week by flying knee, which was weird enough. Drake comes, makes the save. Dane uh, clears the ring as well. Drake got dropped twice last week just for trying to help. What we see, what we've seen leading up to this match is that Drake has been trying to contact Killian Dane. He even reached out to Twitter and asked if Twitter was broken because he can't seem to get a hold of Killian Dane by the DMs. This is this is like so telegraphed, but I'm interested to see where they go with it because they clearly love the awkward tag teams and tag teams that shouldn't be together. This is exactly what they were going to do with Dexter Loomis and Velveteen Dream before everybody. um, uh, I don't want to say turned on Velveteen, but he definitely doesn't have any fans now. And then Dexter Loomis got hurt. That's what they were going to do. They're doing the exact same thing with Killian Dane and Drake Maverick that they did with Kane and Daniel Bryan. Will it lead to a tag team title push? I don't know, but I'm picking them to win this match. <sighs> hmm. So you're right, Bobby. Roddy and Bobby, actually, no. Roddy and Bobby, both of them are likely to take the pin. That's like a 50-50 bet. Think so? Yeah, because Roddy tends to eat a lot of pins, too. And the singles work, though. He's always Mr. Reliable when they ever did any tag team person. All right, so... I, I can totally see Drake Maverick pinning. Bobby Fish, though. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be funny. And I was about to say, the thing about Bobby is he keeps eating all these pins, but yet we never hold them against him. Hmm. Are you saying we should? No, I'm just saying he's like that Teflon. That anytime you eat, eats a pin in any kind of four-man, three-man tag team, it's usually going to be Roddy. I mean, Bobby. And we're just like, yeah. oh, okay. And we just keep it moving. We never make mention of it. You should uh, be an honorary member of the Black Jobber Elite. Oh, 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 oh. He ain't a jobber now. He gets that work in. He he picks, he picks up wins, too. So he ain't a jobber. I, I, I think Kyle kind of carries that, man. Could be wrong. I mean, we could dissect Red Dragon another day. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to do too much argue right now. But... Uh-huh. Was gonna say. Also, you keep bringing up that fly knee that Roddy hit Killian Dane with. Respectful. 
it's the perfect finisher for somebody that big. It's a secondary finisher. Sir. <laughs> what? It is a secondary finisher. Or if, he, if he's fighting, if he's fighting somebody that's like smaller, whatever ish in his size, he just knocked out this bigger man with a flying knee. Yeah, that's how you. Have you ever seen a fight? Yes, but yeah, don't, this this is like a faux world, though. Come on, like he's believable. Been, he he, okay. he should have actually got like a, a roll up with the tights or something. Maybe. Um, his version of the angle slam. There, there's so many other things he could have done to get this win, but the flying knee knocking him out cold. Come on, man. All right. All right. So how, how much we got to see Dane, uh, Killian Dane suffer this year? I don't piss you off earlier today. What's more believable. Roddy knocking out Dane with a flying knee and getting the one, two, three or Roddy catching Dane with one of these flipping ass backbreakers where he has to throw Dane in the air. He's the Messiah of the backbreaker. Key word, Messiah. Someone believe it. You can believe in Jesus or the backbreaker, huh? You, you will come out here and, and, and be the king of the backbreaker. I expect you to get some type of backbreaker off that kill. Did you see? Did, did you see the way Ricochet sold Cedric's lumbar check? Yes, it reminds me how great of a finisher the lumbar check is. Yes, he sold the hell out of that. You're telling me that he couldn't like do he couldn't catch Dane. Um going for a Vader bomb and, and to some type of backbreaker that would have just immobilized him enough for a three count, that flying knee was disrespectful. That's believable? No. The only thing that's believable is you catch him with a backstabber. Sure. I, I would have I accepted that. Right, I would have anyway. accepted a, a, a bank statement. <sighs> All right. Anyway, we're, we're getting a little too stuck in the weeds here. So, this should be a fun match. Maybe Kyle O'Reilly comes down to ringside. Because I feel like we're going to get more of the tease of the split of Undisputed Era of UE. Where it looks like half is going hill, the other half is leaning toward a tweener, babyface-ish situation. I can't, I can't deal with that. I, hope I don't think they're happen. going to go full babyface. It could also just be a bait and switch for a temporary thing. I hope they don't do that. They they already took the Iconics away from me. Let's just let's just find them a few. F- find another four that they could just feud with on the roster for a while. <laughs> like I said, it could be just a little bait and switch. The whole little dissension. They're all having change of hearts, and then they pull themselves together. Slow, little, little, you know, little bait and switch type deal. Yeah, we need we need a common threat here. That's what that's what I'm saying. We need a common threat. I'm sure there's going to be something that will get them back on the same page, but I'm actually going to go with undisputed era picking up the win. Okay, because I feel like something's going to happen where there's going to be some kind of miscommunication between Maverick and Killian, and then Maverick gets rolled up one, two, three. He gets up and he's like looking around. Or he's like, I'm sorry to Dane. And then Dane just drops him again with another punch. And the stick continues. Because either way it goes, Drake Maverick's getting punched again. Yeah. Win or lose. And that, he's getting punched at least once. He might get punched a second time for all we know. 
but the odd couple is seems like um seems like the writing room's thing. We're gonna put the odd couple together. We already see it with Baszler and Jax. They tried to do it with Loomis and Dream. We're doing it again with Maverick and Dang. It's time to start believing the patterns. Speaking of patterns. We saw we, we keep seeing Robert Stone try to <laughs> try 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 to sign new talent, yes, but always coming in collision with Shotzi Blackhearts and her tank. It's a, it's a common thing. It's also a common thing. He gets beat up by any um name on the women's division roster every single week. This caused a little bit of a fire between Io Shirai, when which Io Shirai and Shotzi gave him and Aaliyah that work last week. And now Shotzi has her eyes on the title. Now, the only way Shotzi gets a title shot is if she beats Io Shirai one-on-one. I don't think that they're going to allow... I really don't think they're going to allow Io to lose clean. So I don't know how they continue to allow... Shotzi looking strong here. So I don't I don't think there's going to be a convincing winner in this match. I think we're going to get some type of dusty finish where we see other we see other women in the women's division stake their claim for the title, whether it's still be Dakota Kai and Gonzalez, whether we see Candice LeRae and Tegan's fallout from dinner last week. I think something like that happens here to shed a spotlight on the women's title and this leads to some type of triple threat or fatal four-way for a number one contender. Yes, I'm kind of looking at this like this is the immovable object makes the irresistible force for the women's division. Because if I'm not mistaken, Io Shirai still has not lost since she's going to kill or tween her or face. Like I don't think Io has taken a televised loss in well over a year. Yeah, I, I can't say... I can't say I've seen it. <laughs> I really can't say I've seen it. And on the flip side, Shotzi has taken a couple L's to my knowledge, but she's always looked strong and she's featured heavily. Yeah. Her last singles match, she picked up a pretty... Big win over medium. Yeah, it was pretty convincing. Like, it was definitely like a moment where it was like, oh, wow, you guys went, went that way with that. Yeah, so... I like your idea of a dusty finish. But I think, I feel like this is going to be the Io Shirai finds a way to win, but it's the respect angle. And then Shotzi's like, I was this close. Feel so confident. Why don't you put it on the line next time? So you're, so you're telling me the exact thing they did with Tegan a month or so ago. We're in a holding pattern. Again, allegedly, there's a takeover schedule for next month. So hopefully these things should kind of shake out a little bit more. But, I mean, yeah. Or maybe you shock the world and you say, you know what? We'll give, we'll give her the call. We'll give it a shot. So maybe they actually let Shotzi um, get a pin. Yeah, like on some fluke. Roll up because Robert Stone comes out running his mouth. I can see something like that. Actually, my, my, my only thing is like, do you 
there's no fans. Right. Is the is the black heart gimmick kind of predicated on fans? I feel like yes. Like her gimmick gimmick really benefits from having fans um in attendance. So I don't know if she would be the one to I don't think she's the one to dethrone EO. So I don't know if you even want to give that vibe off. You know what? I just got a great idea. You're probably going to hate me for this. Hold on. Okay. Lines tap. Everything. everything. All right. Seems like my line isn't tapped. So I'm just going to come out here. Just throw this out there. So we mentioned Robert Stone coming through and causing a distraction, right? What if Robert Stone distracts Io Shirai, Shotzi picks up the win, and then maybe you see a Shotzi heel turn? Don't see how that would work. And she can't beat him, join him. She's definitely not aligning with the Robert Stone brand. Think about it. Think about it. It'll make sense from the Robert Stone brand perspective of, hey, you know, you've been beating me up this whole time. We like what you got. Look, we just helped you pick up a win. We can get you there. The shots, he's like, hmm, you did help me. Maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, weirder things have happened, right? Exactly. And if she doesn't have, if there's no fans in attendance, I mean, it's not like they're at the Thunderdome. You can do something with this character in the meantime to keep her on TV and utilize her star power. So, I mean, it's very possible. And also, the fun part is, if you don't like it, if you don't like the reaction on social media, you can literally hit her with an okie doke in like three weeks and just be like, nah, I just had to get one over on your Robert and dump him in a trash can. Like, his gimmick sets it up perfectly. This is true. It does. His gimmick does set it up perfectly. But like I've said before, and I'll say it again, we already know who's going to be the one to dethrone Io Shirai. It ain't gonna be Rhea Ripley. Yeah, it's it's gonna be the person that that's that's the thing that sucks. It's gonna be the person who went over clean in the it's gonna be the person that went over clean in the cage match last week, the person that they're letting build up slowly with mid-card and huge away from the title. Rhea Ripley is gonna have that title back before the year lets out. And it might be another transitional title reign because I can see her on Raw or SmackDown early 2021. I don't think EO wants to go to the main roster, but... Not EO. Rhea. Rhea. Okay, I was going to say, if EO goes to the main roster, pair with Asuka and let him go. I can see Rhea going to the main roster and um, being on the SmackDown brand. So she can go in and feud with Lacey Evans for a few months just randomly. Because <laughs> everybody gets stuck with Lacey Evans, right? Yep, that's what, that's what we do. That's what we do. We feud with Lacey Evans for no reason. It goes nowhere. Another thing that's going nowhere, your North American child. <laughs> Jesus. This is staying on Damian Priest. I can't believe we got here this fast, but... 
Damian Priest is defending his title against Timothy Thatcher, seemingly because Thatcher walked past him backstage and said, I, I got first. I got dibs. There was nothing done to earn number one contendership. But here we are. We've seen them take some jabs in the media backstage, and Thatch thinks he has the blueprint to, to defeat Damian Priest, which lets me know this is going to be a hard-hitting match with a bunch of submissions, but he's getting Timothy Thatcher up out of here, which leads me to wonder, like, what's the deal with the Thatcher character? Clearly, he's hard-hitting, has a, a, a heightened level of badassery, but ever since defeating Riddle, and sending him packing to Friday nights. He's just, he's a utility player. He's just there. I thought they were going to, that was going to be the signs of a big push, um, possibly being in the world title picture, but he's he's just kind of there. I mean, he's been getting a pretty big push. He takes up a good chunk of TV time every week. And it's a slow build. I, I think we're, Kind of got a little used to hot shotting certain people, like right into the main event. Yeah, and that's and those certain people aren't even here now. So yeah. So let's just kind of slow build Thatcher up. Plus, part of me still feels like there's going to be a Thatcher Imperium reunion at some point. So I mean, just slow build it up. It's a solid feud for both men. Nice contrast and styles. It, it works perfectly. And yeah, this is the whole principle of you were simply running your mouth and you know what? Priest is like, hey, I always want to fight. Let's go. So why not? Run it back. Let's go put the title on the line. I think this feud has legs. I don't think this is going to be a one-off. And you just put the belt on Priest, so I see no need to pull it off of Priest. So I have Priest winning in a pretty interesting matchup. I don't think it's going to be convincing. Okay. It's kind of... Or Thatcher snaps. Or Thatcher just snaps and beats the hell out of him. One or two. Okay. So maybe just continue this on for a little while longer. The problem with that is you have a, I want to say you have a, a gluttony of people waiting in line now. When you talk about the ladder match that happened, you still got Bronson Reed chasing the title, Damian Priest chasing the title, and you can even throw some other guys in there. Gargano. Well, let's see. Dream. We see Dream getting ready to have a program with Kushida, obviously. Yeah, so to say, uh, Priest, I'm sorry, Theory is occupied, well, Bam Bam Reed is occupied with Theory. So they're like de doing themselves to a number one contender. Kushida is occupied with Velveteen Dream or vice versa. Kushida's whipping Dream's ass all over the PC probably. So that's two. That's four people right there. Everybody else in that ladder match, who else was it? Gargano, I think is going to maybe try to run it back with Finn, which we'll get into in a little bit. And oh, Finn is your NXT champion, so... You got to build up that mid card, and your only options are literally those four Dream, Kushida, Bam Bam Reed, Theory, and then you have your champ, and you have uh, Thatcher. Grimes. And yeah, also you have Cameron Grimes as well. <clears throat> so, hey, just, you know, 
could be the first of a few um, really good North American title matches, but definitely Damian Priest holding on to the titles. And then our next title match, speaking of Thatcher and speaking of Imperium, Imperium's getting their chance at revenge against Brizango for the NXT Tag Team titles. Why are we doing this so soon? <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be like the smoothest way possible. Sarcasm to write Imperium off and send them back to NXT UK because I believe NXT UK starts back tomorrow. Yes, it does. And I am so excited and can't wait. So I don't know. This could be a good match. I think the WWE in general has been waiting to put the titles on Brizango, but injuries have happened. Um, A lot of uncertain stuff has happened with them as a duo, but they are going to bring more relevance to the titles than any other tag team that exists in NXT right now. So Imperium is about to get their shot. They're going to lose. And then we're going to see Imperium back at NXT UK sooner rather than later. You know why? Because Walter's going to be on the bump tomorrow. (sighs) Walter's going to be on the bump. That was announced earlier today. So that means he's going to go discuss NXT UK relaunch. That means we're going to go ahead and full steam ahead with this Imperium gimmick again and probably have some relevance for them. And then maybe we come back to the NXT tag team titles for Imperium. But if if Walter is back, then one would have to think that since we're having a relaunch of UK, that grizzled young veterans have to be around somewhere, right? Because they were their rightful number one contenders before. Yeah, and grizzled young vets, I'm pretty sure, left when the pandemic started. So they should be factored into the tag team picture over there with Gallus. I don't see Imperium being able to get back into the UK with Eichner and Bartel simply because of travel restrictions. They might make a wait a while. It could be a way to kind of write them off, like you said, so you can figure out, hey, can we get them back in the UK? We get them in the UK. How long do they have to quarantine? How much TV can we shoot in advance? Kind of play things out because Walter's going into a feud with Dragunov for the NXT title, for the NXT UK title. So yeah, the big man could use his backup. <clears throat> you know, you know what I want to normalize? This has nothing to do with wrestling, but you know how people used to like kind of backhanded say thanks, Obama? Mm-hmm. Why don't we ever say thanks, Trump, for like all the garbage we're in? We can't travel anywhere. We're stuck in the house. Why is why is thanks Trump not a thing? I want to normalize that. Because it's just he's that vile that we can't even sarcastically say thanks. That's really what it just breaks down to. So, yeah, that actually makes sense. We don't want to give him any type of... Nothing, yeah, because it's just like, oh, thank And he'll find a way to... Yeah, no. No countries whatsoever. Makes sense. But here we are. We expect... We expect Brizango not to get the Keith Lee treatment. We expect them to defend their title. Yeah, because you have nobody for them to challenge. (laughs) Zero. Nobody. And unless the uh, Punjabi playboy is walking through that door. Look, they don't have to walk through the door, but God damn it, Malcolm Bevis needs to walk through that door, pick up a mic, and cut a promo. Here we are again with the tag team division, man. I remember I remember writing my power rankings articles back in the day for fansided and being like, man, I can only come up with five tag teams every single week while I have ten for the other divisions. It's crazy. You can't find anything. 
which is part of a bigger discussion where we have to reform the tag team division and have one set of belts. Maybe we can borrow some belts from Coley and those will be the official <laughs> uh, tag team titles for all three brands. I mean, the man got the collection and the roster, so yeah. But I mean, it's literally nothing in the tag divisions. So you just got to think, cool, you get through Imperial and then Birch and Lorcan step up? I'd be leaning more on the... Uh, or you give me a Hill DIY. You can do a Hill DIY, which could work for a while, but I feel like if you do that, then you strap the belts to them, which is bad when you don't have any type of opposition. I would be leaning more towards their feud with uh, Mendoza and Wild to continue with Legado del Fantasma because they still were allies of Swerve. So I feel like those two would be the next to have a title shot and then we do whatever we can to have some makeshift tag teams and damn it, bring the Lucha House Party down. Bring the Lucha House Party down to NXT. Then you cripple SmackDown's tag team division. Do you really? Because we don't believe that you're going to put the belts on them. We don't believe it. No, but still, it's like you got Miz and Morrison, Heavy Machinery, Usos are hurt, New Day's hurt, Forgotten Sons are forgotten. You're going to bring back the Forgotten Sons eventually, pretty soon. I don't know. I think they might be on ice. Probably so, but I know they're, they're going to bring them back soon. That's another tag team. They they move Mandy Rose to Raw because you want to focus Otis and Tucker on the Money in the Bank and the tag team division. They already don't care about the SmackDown tag team division because you, you're doing Raw versus SmackDown matches right now. You're doing... Uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke versus the Street Profits. So they already don't care about the tag team division. Raw's handicapped too. Viking Raiders got hurt. You split up Cedric and, and Ricochet. You're splitting up Angel and Andrade. There's no tag teams there either. We might as well reformat this whole damn thing. Yeah, Raw's in a little better shape, actually. Because you got Ricochet. Ricochet and um, don't, 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 don't. Ricochet and Apollo are not a tag team. Firstly, you kind of make it a tag team work. You have the hurt business. Any any step for uh, Apollo though? <laughs> Just saying. Step backwards. If you need it to, you have who in the hurt business? Four members Sheldon of the hurt business. Sheldon and Cedric. Yeah, you go Sheldon and Cedric. Sheldon's a tag team specialist. You can play into that angle. You have tag teams on Raw. You can make that. Hell, you can go Ray and Dominic for all I give a damn. Yeah, NXT has no tag teams. It's literally your champs, Imperium, Punjabi Playboys, Birch and Lorcan, Legato del Fantasma. And apparently Killian Dane, Drake. Oh, and Undisputed Era, which I kind of like this keeping you eat out the tag team picture bit. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're such mainstays in tag team division. That do, having them do something else is actually pretty cool. Exactly. Give them a little breather. Keep them away. Speaking of breather, we have some. We have a breath of life that was blown into the NXT World Title picture with the Prince being your new champion and joining the ranks of past double champions. That includes Samoa Joe and Shinsuke. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So, pretty much writing his place into NXT history. Now, 
we know he's going to probably kick off the show tomorrow, talk that cash shit about how he, the fin rub and how he came back here and how now the brand is relevant and whatnot. You got to have a pretty formidable rival to start things off. And we're not going to get that carry and cross feud for a while because he's going to be nursing that injury. And it makes you think, well, who do you have challenge a Finn Balor first? And notably absent from last week was Tommaso Ciampa, who has to be hell-bent on getting Goldie back. So he, him or Gargano makes the most sense in a perfect world where writing was actually good. I would love to see Kevin Owens come back down NXT. And I know he's been uh, campaigning for it for a long time, but Finn versus Owens NXT would be dope if they if they did it right now. Run, run that back again? Just yeah. run it right back? Yeah, it would be nice. It ain't happening. It ain't happening at all. Hmm. Yeah, Finn's going to come through, make that claim that, hey, I came here, I took on some other stuff, but I had one goal. And that was to reclaim what is mine and to, again, put this brand back on the map since some of you can't do it the correct way. Maybe Cole comes out and it's like, you know what? Let's just run this into an actual feud. We can run that to Survivor Series. And then you go. Then you go Ciampa. Like you, I feel like Ciampa just came back and he's a heel. So I feel like we need Ciampa to terrorize a few people first for a while. Fine with that. Totally fine. Like, let him terrorize a few people first and then put him in the title picture. Gargano, it's like, cool. All right. I'm not opposed to it, but last time Finn and Gargano were in the same ring prior to the 60-man Iron Man match, it was Gargano getting dumped on his head. And nuts in his face. And Which let you why, tell it. He yeah. want no more smoke. Let me tell it. That's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so I, I think it's overdue for him to like just just beat the hell out of Finn Balor one time. Or try to. Long overdue. So I mean I, I wouldn't be opposed to Ciampa or Gargano. Or or hell, give me a wild card. I can't believe I'm going to say this and I'm going to hate it. And I might not retweet this podcast or anything associated with it after I say this, Wow! but I'd be okay with Cameron Grimes interrupting Finn Balor's speech. And for whatever reason, having that segue into a title shot just for Finn to give him that work, that can be a good one-off feud just to build up somebody else underneath um, that feud for a good program. Wow, you really just Cameron Grimes. Wow, told you I'm in a good mood, man. Football team in a great mood. Just for the fact that you know you have to acknowledge your football team as football team because that's their name, and not just like, oh, that's my football team. Just. Yeah, just put that out there. Just see, like the, see, because people troll me with that a lot, so I'm just going to troll everyone back three times as hard. <laughs> just, just we win. All right. So when you send three and thirteen on the season, just remember this moment. This no, nah, we we will bottom out at eight and eight. That's that's what it will be. There's no way. All right. Anyways, 
I can't believe I think I'm gonna lean with you and say you might be right. Grimes, because yeah, that would be something nice and different. And again, if there's a takeover plan in October, why not give Grimes that shot and let Finn get his win back? Because don't forget, Cameron Grimes holds a win over Finn Balor. Yeah, you guys went back. It just wasn't like a remember. It just wasn't like an egregious ass open like I wanted. They they let Grimes actually work some more. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, let him get it back, back. Like, let me nerf you. I'd be down for a squash match. I wanted a squash match last time. Didn't get it. Yeah, I I think you can go with Grimes, which should be interesting right here. And it will be different in the world title picture just to just to build some other guys up. Because when you look at the demo war and the reason why NXT was on Tuesday nights the past weeks and had success is they, they really might be considering just um, abandoning Wednesday nights, abandon ship and just be like, hey, we can thrive on Tuesday nights because there's no competition. Yeah, that might be a thing. You know what? Maybe he put Velveteen in that slot. And just make him a bridesmaid one more time. Yeah. Crazy thing is that would uh that would appease a lot of fans. A ton of them. As far as um Velveteen Dream getting that work, but I don't think that does anything for Kushida and like his revenge. Yeah. It's it's an interesting time because there's no clear cut logical challenger because you gotta feel like with Cross when he was champ that you were likely leaning toward either Cole or Champa. But now after that sixty man sixty minute Iron Man match and then going to sudden death, you feel like you could go to Cole, but it's just just happened. Champa, there's nothing really there to indicate that Champa has a great or claim other than just wanting Goldie back. And Gargano, it's like, eh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's fun. It's interesting. I'm sure they'll throw us something that we'll all sit there and watch and be like, why? This isn't what we asked for. Or maybe we'll get a surprise. That be that would be nice if we got a surprise of somebody coming back to NXT. That would be dope. Honestly, that that that's something I would hope for the most. If you can kind of uh, finesse in like a Pete Dunn or somebody like that to be the first challenger. Oh yeah, Pete Dunn would be perfect. Or if you could just just bring somebody back from the main roster. Bring back who is on the main nice roster that's not in that's not doing anything right now that has NXT ties. That's a good question. Let's take a look here real quick. I don't think we're fully done with the um, the Garza Andrade blow up. Yeah, nah, that's, but one of them would be nice. That's going to be like a never-ending flirtation. 
So let's see here. Like, you know who would be perfect for this spot if you just need to do like a one-off, something quick? Cesaro. But he's tag team champion, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Normally, he'd be perfect, but he, yeah, he's currently holding tag titles. Bro, AJ Styles. I don't think they would do it. Nah, Styles bypassed NXT to begin with, so. Oh, yeah, you did say with NXT ties, so. Aleister Black is currently playing Snake. Solid Snake or the Metal Gear Solid, and he has the Kevin Owens thing going. So that takes both of them out the equation. Bo Dallas? I keep telling you, honestly, this is prime time. Send Bo back to NXT. Give me that heel, dastardly Bo leave, and let him cook. Because he did his best work in NXT. That's a good time. Joe, maybe he wasn't on Raw. Maybe, maybe you reached an agreement with Joe. Joe was like, "Let me go to NXT. Let me go have some fun." Because if you give me, if I hear that roar, that Godzilla roar, right into Joe's music, I'm gonna pop on my couch. I think Bobby Roode is still in Canada, or else he'd be a great choice. So yeah, give me Joe. Give me Bo Dallas. And Joe would be interesting, actually, because he definitely was noticeably not on the announce table this week. And then you, then you can play off the whole thing with the the duel or two-time NXT champions. Yep. Plus, they had that great rivalry and feud as well. So, yeah. It'd be perfect. There's nobody on the SmackDown roster that with NXT ties that isn't occupied right now. Reigns is champ. Sami Zayn is busy. Shinsuke's busy. Cesaro's busy. Heavy Machinery's busy. Riddle is busy. Corbin is busy. So yeah. Cesaro busy. Bo Dallas is the only person. Throw us that curveball, WWE. Do it. It would be different. It would be different for sure. I'd, I'd be off for it. So, yeah. Otherwise, just don't run us back the same thing. So, let's see here. We've covered the tag team division and the tag team titles. We covered Eel Shrag and Shotzi and how maybe we'll get a heel turn. Be nice. Be different. We covered Thatcher, aka Groundskeeper Willie, and his quest to become North American champ. And we just wrapped up Finn Balor. So, yeah, I believe that's everything for tonight. Here's everything. Unless you got, uh, got any other predictions? No, I really don't. This is kind of a nice, light, quick, easy in and out preview episode. And as we're recording this, I'm sitting here watching Worlds Collide, and they're dropping the promo package for Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Man, if I don't get this in War Games, like, thanks, COVID. Yeah, they got to figure out a way. It's totally what they're probably going going towards, but there's still a chance. Slim outside chance, but yes. 
like those four in war games. It's gold. As long as Wolf tucks his chin, it's gold. Yeah. And also, this is how long 2020 has been because Worlds Collide was, I believe, our second show we ever did. Yeah, man. So 80-something episodes ago, we came through with a preview episode. I think I went perfect. Yeah. That was just back in January. Yeah. This is the year that never ends. God, 2020 is dragging. But it's been a great year. We captured the podcast tag team titles. We've been holding on to them. So, yeah. Been a great, great year. Is there anything else we have, though? I feel like... No. NXT UK returns tomorrow for those of you that are fans of the brand. Looks like they're coming back with a Heritage Cup tournament, which will lead to the crowning of the first ever NXT Heritage Cup champion. So it's like British rules wrestling. You have several like two-minute rounds. Match can end on, I think, a knockout or somebody leaves the ring. Some interesting rules. It's like based in actual like traditional British wrestling. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Be cool just to see the brand, the brand back in general. Man, it's been, it's definitely been a while, and they definitely had some bad PR. So good to see these superstars back in the fold again. Yep. Plus, we get to see household names like Pete Dunne, maybe the Grizzled Young Vets. They're shooting from a TV studio in London from BT Studios. I saw a look at the setup. If anybody ever watched NWA, it's that same studio, but it's very WWE style. So it's nice. very full of lights. It looks beautiful. Like it looks perfect. It's not Thunderdome esque. It is very studio wrestling with no crowd. It looks beautiful. I can't wait to see how it plays out. And also, I just can't wait to see Walter chop the hell out of somebody. It's your wish in 24 hours. Sweet, sweet sound of Walter Chop. Would you rather take a chop from Walter or take a chop from the big show? Ooh. And a legit one, not one where they kind of pass up, no, one where they lay that shit in. I I think I'll take the chop from Walter other than the big show. (laughs) Big show is in really good shape right now. I'm I'm imagining (laughs) that that. Hurts far worse. Yeah, I don't know. It's like asking, do I want to get hit by a train or do I want to get hit by a Mack truck at full speed? Like, either way, it's not going to feel good. Yeah, either way, you're, you're, you're in pain. Pain yeah. is, the, is the thing that you're going to feel at the end of that. Like my chest is gonna be red as all hell and maybe caved in. So definitely red chest. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at underscore J Dellis. Said is at said underscore says that is C E W D underscore S A Y S. Let us know. Would you rather take a Walter chop or a big show chop? And are you doing it for free? Because I'm not taking either one for free. I need a bag of money. It's like, just like the Hurt Business said, it's not for charity. Exactly. It's for charity. 
We need the bag. But yeah, this has been the Believe in NXT podcast. Oh, before we get out of here, we will be back with the Saturday morning audio dope. And then after that, we will be back on Monday, which means one thing, we got a guest. We have a special interview coming through. Wow, special special interview for you. Special guest came through. Just know we like duos on this podcast. We're a duo. We've had the corner podcast. So we'll have somebody that's part of a duo. His other half has already been on the show before. And uh, he came through and chopped it up with us for a few hours. So you're going to get part one of that on Monday. So just sit back, relax. We might tell you on Saturday who it is. But just know we got a guest coming for you. And, and it was a pretty good show. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I think it was a great show, man. You guys are going to love listening to it, getting his knowledge and whatnot like that. It was a great time chatting with him. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. But in the interim, be sure to go check out all the past interviews. Emilio Sparks, Andreas Hill, Kel Dansby, King Coley, Rayvon. Check all that out. We appreciate all of y'all for coming through and believing in the Believe in NXT podcast and dropping knowledge and gems. Oh, Jeff J, can't forget him as well. Salute all of you for being guests and giving us the good old podcast rub. All of you guys are podcast royalty. Exactly. So until we come through that Saturday morning audio dope, like I said, I'm Jacob. That said, you got anything else for the nice people? Believe and believe in NXT and believe in the Washington football team. Hell to the Washington football skit. Uh, Washington football team. Just to roll the song that well. But you know what? You want to know, enjoy your week. We'll reconvene on your football team next week. Yes, we will. Until then, we'll see you on that Saturday morning audio dope. We're out of here. <laughs>